Hello and welcome to the Padder Preview on the Edse Paderborn Nullsieben English Podcast. Today we are previewing the next two matches, which are Zank Pauli and Dinamo Dresden. But before we do that, if you haven't been um, looking at Edse Paderborn news recently, we have to start the podcast with mentioning in depth the events that happened on transfer deadline day. So, to put this all into context, um, a day before deadline day was the uh, 30th of January. NW, which is a a, a local newspaper for Paderborn, reported that, in quotes, Paderborn are calm before deadline day. What happened after that was... Max Kruser uh, left Union Berlin, moved to Wolfsburg for five million. Um, this was really because Wolfsburg needed a striker after Waldweghorst moved to Burnley in, in England, and there was a pretty much a chain reaction after this. Union needed a striker um, because Kruser was, uh, as well as. Taiwo Awanyi, uh, you know, Union were playing the two-striker combination. Um, and, yeah, Kicker reported um, the day before the transfer deadline day that Union were looking at the Schweizer Liga for this. Um, the main name that they were saying was Sven Michel. And last season, there was rumours that Sven Michel was going to go to Union Berlin. Um, so it didn't seem surprising that they were looking at Sven Michel. There was other names put forward, you know, Guido Bergstaller, one of those um, names that was put forward. And all in all, what happened was uh, a 2.5 million deal was agreed. Michel has left. Sven Michel has mi- has left to go to Union. And first of all, I would just like to um. Uh, focus on on that really because it's really really difficult um, to to lose a player like like Sven Michel for for Edsbad Um For sure, it's it's a signing that isn't what you want to see on a transfer deadline day, especially for a club that um, was relying you know kind of so heavily on on Sven Michel this season. Michel leaves Paderborn um, with seventy one goals. 41 assists in 181 matches. Um, and this season in the Svita Liga, he scored 14 goals with 7 assists. It's a goal every 118 minutes, as well as a goal in the Dave Bay Pokal. Um, 23 goal contributions in 20 matches for, for Sven Michel. Um, un- incredible. Absolutely incredible numbers. He goes off to Union. Uh, they play against FC Augsburg this weekend, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And for Paderborn, it is probably you know kind of a good um, departure, not a good departure, obviously, but for the money that you're getting for Sven Michel. You know, it's 2.5 million. Uh, his transfer value is 720,000 uh, euros. Um, and with his age, I don't want to mention his age because he is finding like 
aged wine, but with 31 years old, um, I kind of look at it and say, okay, let's take the positives instead of the negatives. And um, Sven is a 31-year-old who will, will not be staying fit for many more years, let's say, you know. So for 2.5 million, it really isn't that bad. But you look, he contributed 58% of Paderborn's uh, goals this season. He played in 92% of, uh, of minutes of the team, if you look at it, for striker minutes. So he is very, very important. And of course, he had two promotions with us as well. So I'd like to start with wishing Etta Paderborn, sorry, not Sven, Sven Michel, the best in his new job in the Bundesliga with Union. He's going to get chances, which is brilliant to see. So after that, the transfer window was slammed shut at 6pm German time, and everyone was fearing that Paderborn didn't sign a replacement. I was tweeting personally about the possible changes of a system, how we can cover for, for Sven Michel's loss. Obviously, as I mentioned earlier, 58% of our goals are going, um, and how big of a challenge it was for the for the coaching staff. Then, two hours, uh, sorry, not two hours after, an hour and a bit after uh, the transfer deadline was uh, happened, Paderborn announced the loan signing of Kemal Ademi from FK Shimgi uh, in Turkey. Sorry, Russia? I think it's Russia, actually, yeah. Anyway, basically, Ademi is a 26-year-old from village in uh, Schwenigen, which is a town in southern Baden-Württemberg. Um, a bit of history on, on, on Ademi. He's played for Hoffenheim 2, FC Basel, uh, which he played with um, Jasper van der Werf, interestingly, which is cool. Fenerbahce, one of the leading teams in Turkey. And some fun facts, really. He scored a Champions League goal uh, for Basel against Lask. He's 1.98 metres tall, which, if you did see my tweets uh, on Transfer Deadline Day, uh, you know, we were missing Sven Michel, which was one of the only top sort of strikers with that sort of body type uh, in Paderborn. You've got John Idale, who is a little bit taller, but has the speed, has the pace. Um, but, you know, you look at the other strikers, we've got Marvin Cunney, he's tall, he's, you know, winning the headers. Uh, you look at, obviously, Felix Platter, very tall, winning the headers, not... Uh, quick, well, Felix Plato is actually quite quick, but, you know, if you compare to Michel, Sabeni's the same, and now you've got someone who's 1.98 metres tall, um, and I kind of just want to talk about the system. Do you carry on with this two-striker system with Ademi left on the left? Let's not forget, I haven't mentioned it, but Ademi is right-footed, um, which is one of the, the problems that I was looking at, actually, before the... Uh, the announcement of this signing, you know, Sven Michel was your only left-footed striker um, in the team, which is why he was so good on the left, right? Because he could cut in. He can also use his right a little bit, but not not that much. Um, and do you keep with that two-striker system, or do you change it so there's a one-striker system now with a, a battle between Platter and Ademi? I don't know, but. It's going to be a difficult match in St. Pauli, which I'll preview in the next half of the podcast. Um, but before we do that, we'll have a look at some other Paderborn news. Um, just a couple of things that have happened 
Frederic Ananu is injured. Uh, I don't know how bad the injury is, but he's injured. And it's tough luck for Ananu. Not played a single game this season in competitive matches. Uh, just come back from another injury as well. And he's injured against Armenia Bielefeld in the Test Spiel. Tough luck for Ananu. It's his last year of his contract. He's an expiring contract in the summer. And he's just not had any chances due to injury. Jamila Collins, who was also with Nigeria, got knocked out of the AFCON. Um, he's back in Paderborn, but he's ill. Uh, he's been off training this week, uh, but it's not a positive COVID case. Um, apparently, anyway, according to some sources. He's been off training, but he should be back. Um, he should. He might be back by the time you're listening to this podcast. So, um, I think it's a good time to take a break from the podcast. Uh, of course, this episode of the Etta Podabon Nozibun Preview Podcast will be quite heavy. Um, so, let's take a break here. On the other side, we'll preview Podabon's next fixture, which is taking on the unbeaten at home this season team, FC St. Pauli in Hamburg. Welcome back to the Edsa Paderborn Nuzibun Preview Podcast. As in this part of the podcast, we're going to be looking at Paderborn's match day 21? Uh, it could be 22, actually. It's embarrassing. I don't know this. It's match day 21 in the Svajda Liga um, against FZ Zank Pauli away from home, which... You know, you look at Zank Pauli, you look at that they're unbeaten at home this season. Obviously, they beat Dortmund as well in the, in the day paper cow. Um, we're fortunately getting Union Berlin away from home, which is not easy. Um, I would be quite scared um, to, to go to the Milan tour, but Paderborn really owned that place recently. And of course, we are the best away team in the country. Um, and I say that. Um, I would be quite scared to go to the Milan Tour, but we haven't lost there since 2018, um, which is in the Svita Liga. It was a 2-1 win for, for Zank Pauli there, but since then, um, Zank Pauli got um, two wins against Stefan Baumgart in that season. The other one was coming from a, a 1-0 win, which was March the 2nd, 2019, when Zank Pauli were actually fourth in the division. Paderborn were down in seventh. We know who went up that season. Um, but since then, you know, last 10 meetings, they were the only two wins for St. Pauli in the Svita Liga. It was all Paderborn. Incredible record against St. Pauli uh, in in many, many years, going dating back to uh, October 2013. Paderborn have won seven of the 10 matches with a draw in there. And yeah, we own St. Pauli basically at the Millentor Stadion. Well, they lost there once in... Um, eight years, not bad. Uh, the match is fifth of February, this Saturday coming up, and the kickoff is seven thirty English time, eight thirty German time. It's our first top spiel actually since Zank Pauli uh, back on Monday the fifteenth of March, twenty twenty one. Of course, Monday games then were counted as the top spiel de Vosche, even though it wasn't that week. It was a top spiel de 
um, the Spiel tag, wasn't it, uh, back then. But, um, yeah, so last time in that match, actually, uh, on the 15th of March, 2021, we won. Panama won 2-0. Uh, Chris Fierish was very good in that game, if I remember correctly, anyway. Timo Schultz is the chef trainer for St. Pauli. It's his second season um, with the boys in Brown. His record as coach is 27 wins, 12, def- uh, 12 draws, sorry, and 19 defeats. That's a 1.60 points per match uh, ranking. His record versus Paderborn, um, he's lost all three <laughs> against us in his career. Uh, that's not very good, is it? So far this season, Zant Pauli are second in the Svider Liga, 37 points after 20 matches. However, they are winless in four Svider Liga matches. Top scorer for Zant Pauli, as we mentioned him earlier, Guido Bergstaller, set 15 goals in um, in the colours of Zant Pauli. Top assist maker, Daniel Coffey-Carrier with 10 although apparently he might not play because of an injury. Not sure how true that is. It's the battle of the best record. Zant Pauli, the best home record in the league, 25 points from nine matches with a record of eight wins, one draw and zero losses. Paderborn, best away record as well, 21 points from nine games with six, three and zero record, six wins, three draws, zero losses. Uh, Only unbeaten team in the top two leagues. And the gap is one point between Darmstadt and Paderborn in the away ranking record. Paderborn top of the away table in the Svater League, of course. The last game for Zank Pali was a defeat in the Hamburg derby. A 2-1 defeat for Zank Pali in that match. And, yeah, they really weren't that good. You know, they played um, Dortmund on the Tuesday night. Hamburg went to extra time against Köln. Hamburg were the more energised, and it wasn't a good afternoon for Zank Pali, who do, do not have a very good away record. Although they do, they didn't. They had a good, uh, a pretty good record against Hamburg at the uh, Wolfsburgstadion before that. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a very difficult match for Lukas Kwasniok and his boys. Uh, you know, you've just lost your top scorer, your top uh, one of your top assist makers as well. It's not going to be easy at the Millen Tor, but our away record is still unbeaten. This could be the end of it, though. Uh, we'll have to see in Zang Pali. It's going to be such, such a tough game for the boys. Uh, and a point you'd be pretty happy with there. Both teams keep their unbeaten records, respectively. Padawan take a point back. Um, but we always seem to find a way against Zang Pali, you know. Of course, we were quite lucky with the uh, red card early in the season. Um, but I'm looking forward to this game. It's a top spiel. It's a Saturday night. We'll be recording the podcast straight after the game. I'm going to be rowdy. I'm going to be rowdy after that one. But looking forward to it. For sure, looking forward to it against St. Pauli. I love the, the football. I love the, the sort of club mentality of, of FC St. Pauli. And yeah, I'm kind of kind of excited for this one. I would be more excited with, with Sven Michel, but... Ademi, I'm looking forward to see what he can do as well, because he is a Champions League goal scorer, if you didn't know. So, we've uh, previewed St. Pauli. I think it's a good time to take another break. On the other side, we'll talk about Padawan's next home game against Dinamo 
Tyson. We have a bit of history, don't we, Dinamo? Welcome back to the third part of the Etapada 1 Norseban preview podcast for the match days 21 and 22 of the Liga season. Some breaking news coming on the pod. Uh, as I was in the break, I found out that um, Bundesliga fans, Bundesliga Svaita fans will be allowed back in the stadiums. Um, and effectively, there's three checkpoints for this. First checkpoint is... Uh, up to 10,000 fans will be inside a stadium now. However, in small stadiums, 50% stadium capacity applies. And the third is either recovered from COVID or vaccinated. Um, it's a checkpoint for fans coming in. So effectively, I believe uh, that means the Bentele Arena will uh be a maximum allocation of 7500 fans in the stadium however the Milan tour this weekend will have 10000 because uh, it's a 30000 stadium so that's quite good you know we're getting fans back always a positive um because football without that without fans is nothing let's carry on then Previewing the next match, um, which is match 22, next home game for Paderborn, is Dinamo Dresden on the 12th of February. This is a Saturday again, this time to the afternoon, 12.30 UK time, kickoff, uh, 1.30 German time. If we're talking at the Benzelet Arena, Paderborn, home winless streak is up to four after the 4-3 defeat against Werder Bremen. Chef trainer for Dinamo, Alexander Schmidt, uh, was appointed in April 2021. First full season as coach of Dinamo. Of course, remember, they are newly promoted. It's his first full season in his first, in, in Dinamo's first Svitaliga season back. His coach record versus Paderborn, two wins, three defeats. So far this season, the uh, Dinamo Dresden team are 12th uh, with 24 points from 20 matches. Um, yeah. They're pretty solid. They're just back getting wins. They might not be very consistent, but you know, as a newly promoted team, um, it's a very good start to your to your campaign in, in the Svita Liga. Their most valuable player on transfer markt is Adrian Fine, who is a defensive midfielder. He, he was signed on deadline day from FC Bayern. He's about one point three five million euros of value. Dinamo's top scorer is Christoph Daffiner with nine goals. Top assist maker Konig Dörfer and Schritter tied with three each. Dresden have the third worst away record in the league with eight points from 11 games with a record of two wins, two draws and seven losses. And as we mentioned before, Paderborn do not have a good home record this season at all. 13th best at home. Only two wins in 10. Matches. One of those was a win against St. Pauli where they had a red card, and the other one was against Ingolstadt. No fear. If we're looking at the top scorers in the match itself between Paderborn and Dresden over the years, Sven Michel has scored three goals versus Dresden in his career, um, which is upsetting because I wish we could have him against Dresden. He's a Dresden killer. 
Um, we remember the shush um, that he did against Trotson away from home uh, in the reverse game. Philip Clement has scored two, of course. One of those was the goal versus Dresden on the final day, which set us off looking for promotion. Of course, that didn't end well. Um, they are both of the top five players in the fixture, goal scorers. And basically, I just want to uh, preview this game by saying we have to win. <laughs> you know, these are the sort of matches at home where you're against a really dip, uh, really part away team. Um and you've got to just control the game, impose yourself, you know, don't be silly with the ball, don't make mistakes, and we can definitely win this football match. Um, and especially because we're going to have a full week with with uh, the new signing, Ademi, a full week to build on this system, see what we can do, build for different uh, ideas, and um, execute them quite well, which is not what we're going to have against St. Pauli. I'm fearing for the worst against St. Pauli, to be honest. It's going to be a very, very good result to get a point from that, I believe. But, you know, you definitely take three points from these uh, two matches, and I think we're definitely good enough to do that. Four points would be very, very solid. So that'll do it for the podcast. We'll be back this weekend for the Match Reaction podcast. I'm hoping we'll have some guests for that straight after the football match ends in uh, in Pali, Hamburg. Let kick off, remember, on Saturday evening. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because, you know, Zant Pali will probably not be in the league next season and it's our final match against them, um, maybe for a few years, depending on Dave Bibokal action. Thanks for listening. Have a good rest of the week. And you've been listening to the Etapada 1 Nuziban English podcast. Please follow my social media accounts. Have a look at the website for more content. We did a Padawan mailbag last week where I answered some questions. Of course, it's a bit outdated now because of all that happened. But you can find those links in the podcast description. Thanks for listening and see you.